Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance and underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Remove the Guestwork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer, and if I'm a new voice to you and you haven't listened to the show before, well... This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We put out a 10-minute episode every single week, and it's me giving you an idea, a thought, a tip, or an insight that I've heard about, discussed, or thought about myself. So that's pretty much how it works. This week, it's an idea I've been kicking about for the last week or so, and I found the words for it when I was on the Peloton bike, in fact, the other day. And it's about taking up more space in a smaller world. And For the vast majority of you listening, you know, your world will have shrunk quite considerably in terms of your ability to go out locally, let alone nationally and internationally. Certainly for the vast majority of you, I I know that we have listeners all over the world and that will vary from place to place. But certainly in London, that's the case. So our world has shrunk, our literal world. But I wonder if we can't expand our world within our own heads and within our own capabilities And that got me thinking to what I was doing about that. And one of the things that got me most excited recently, which I'll share with you in a second. I also had a conversation with my mum and she's really missed seeing people. I've not missed that quite so much. But with that said, I don't think we really know what we're missing and what impact the stuff we're having to do is having on us or stuff that we can't do is having on us. I just don't think you can see what the storm is like and the damage it might be causing when you're in it, when you're in the eye of the storm. And and we definitely are at the moment, certainly in London. So to be determined, really, what the impact of this stuff is. But I want to share with you my ideas on how you can take up more space in a smaller world, because I think it's empowering. I think it can be very motivating, very positive and might just help to make a little bit of a mindset shift for yourself with the situation we're in, because we're not out of it yet. And there's three main aspects to this idea that I'm going to talk about. One is about hobbies and projects. Now, I don't want to start preaching about you can use this time to improve yourself because, yes, you can. And yes, you might have done. But that isn't always helpful. But there are things you can do to to improve your mental well-being. And that's something I'm increasingly interested in, having myself felt a little bit uncharacteristically low, I'd say, over the last couple of weeks, two, three weeks, maybe four. So it really got me to to sort of sharpen my focus on what I was doing about that. And hobbies and projects, I think, are a wonderful way to get out of self, so to literally get out of your own head, but also take up a bit more space in a smaller world. So a few examples of that. Um, I've talked quite a bit on the podcast in in a lot of our video content about how I'm, I'm learning the guitar. I took up three months ago, something like that. Took up the guitar and getting online lessons from someone who actually lives down the road from me. But that's uh, the wise decision that we've made. And I'm absolutely loving it. It's a, it's a guitar. Sorry, it's an instrument that I've always wanted to play. 
and was really looking forward to just getting back into it and getting over that sort of hump of not being particularly adept to actually being able to play something and transition between chords and start picking. And it's just been a lot of fun. And it's been absolutely ideal because if there's one thing you can do at the moment, that's sit in any room of your house and play the guitar. I've got the time. I've got the motivation and it's ideal because it doesn't require me to go out and I can get those lessons. I could even jam online, which I haven't done because I'm not at the jamming stage, but that's worked really well for me. So that's just one example. You know, where I'm starting to take up a little bit more space. I'm expanding what I can do. I am taking up a hobby that is, is helping me to change how I feel. And that's the real power of this stuff. You can feel connected, connected to a passion and hobby that I've always wanted to to really embrace, which was guitar. 20 years in the making, this this uh, little bit of guitar skill I've got now is. But also the act of making music is very cathartic. And it really takes you out of self. You can lose yourself in that music. It's opened up another interesting question for me, actually, because I wouldn't say I'm a particularly good singer. Certainly, I wouldn't think that, you know, an open mic knife is beckoning. But once you learn to play a few chords on the guitar and you start learning songs, the next stage is to start singing along to them. And singing and playing guitar simultaneously, how difficult is that? I had no idea that if I start singing, then I find that I lose the strumming pattern. If I get the strumming pattern back into gear, then I can't sing. But that's something that I may or may not figure out. But hobbies and projects, that's one example from me. My mum sings in a choir, or she did sing in a choir, and she really, really misses it. She gets so much out of singing in a choir about being part of something bigger than her, being very connected to other people, connected to the music, connected to herself while she's singing. She's really missed it. So um, I said to her, look, mum, it's your birthday in March. Would you like me to buy you a karaoke machine? Yes, I think I would. Now, between you and I, because mum doesn't listen to this, she does often take things up and put them down quite quickly. So I was just keen to make sure that she was fully invested in, in singing to this karaoke machine. So I left it a few days and checked in with her again and said, look, are you sure you'd use this thing? Yes, I'm sure. I'd love it. So I bought her actually quite a decent one, a very good price from eBay, and she absolutely loves it. So that's another example of or another way to do something you love or something new. And I was talking to somebody else the other day who said that they've started painting by dots. They're doing very, very reasonably priced classes online. And they then have Zoom huddle with a group of people afterwards to talk about what they've learned, put it into practice, share their work from previous weeks. Just a really lovely thing to do, very connecting, very bonding. So that's one idea. The second one is about understanding what well-being really means to you. This is a really good opportunity to do some introspection and some thinking and maybe talking with others about it and really understanding what it is for you. What are your values around well-being? What are the non-negotiables for you? You know, mine, as I've talked about before, are meditation, sleep, movement and vegetable intake. So I'm kind of hitting on the real critical aspects of well-being there with sleep and recovery with nutrition and you know that's growth that's maintenance that's sustenance that's vitality uh, the movement is all those things as well and the meditation is very recovery based very much about managing my nervous system which is so linked with mental health and mental well-being so really understanding what is well-being to you it's a good opportunity to reflect on that and make sure that those those things are happening um, you know one thing that I found very interesting as well was to interrogate just what well-being meant to me and what some of the most important things were. And initially, I threw out things like sleep, nutrition, meditation, and so on. But when I really thought about it, I thought I could probably go quite a while with not optimal nutrition. And I could probably stop meditating and I wouldn't sort of wither over the course of two or three months. But one thing that would really get me 
very quickly is a lack of autonomy. So if I had to go back to working for someone else in an environment and a job that didn't meet any of my values, I don't think I could do very long there at all now. So I realised that actually autonomy is a really critical one. And there are others, which is a subject for another podcast. But understanding what that is, is is so important, I think, if you want to take up more space and live fully whilst our our worlds have, have shrunk. And then the last point is linked to all of that, which is about interacting and engaging more with the world. And really lifting up the lid, if you like. So stripping away all the monetization and the advertising and the commercial consumer element of the world and getting back to basics about, you know, the natural life, nature, gardening. One of the things that's excited me most, as I alluded to earlier in the podcast at the moment, and I appreciate this will sound very non-rock and roll, but I don't care anymore, is I put in a big order for some plants to be delivered in spring. So something like March, April time. More plants than I've got space for in the garden. So between now and then, I'm going to problem solve how I'm going to get containers and some tubs and maybe even another raised bed somewhere. So I've got room for those plants. And if I don't have room, they won't go to waste because I've got somebody who's got a veg garden in a house they've just bought and they can go there. But I've really started to tune in more into nature and um, and the other world that, that's out there. The plants, the birds, the wildlife, the trees which is going on around us all the time. And the more we can tune into that, because that's not changing, the seasons will change. The birds will will start to nest in the spring. The daffodils will start to push out of the ground. Already root vegetables are starting to stir one foot, two foot down in the earth. Life is going on. And I think that is quite empowering as well. And if we can start tuning in and interacting with the natural world, it can, you know, our own worlds, our own personal worlds can open up hugely and you can really start engaging with life on all these different levels. So that's it for me. I really hope that's been helpful to you. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this, how you're tackling some of these these issues that we've talked about, how you're managing your mental health. Get in touch, contact us via the website, bodyshopperformance.com. And get in touch with me on email or social media. I'd really love to hear from you. But that's it for this week. All the very best for now. And of course, stay healthy. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.